Bang, look who it is. We back at it, baby. That's Episode right. I don't I don't know anymore. We just doing this thing. Welcome back to Streaming File, guys. I'm Ben. That's John. John, what you got to say for the people, man? DJ, drop that intro. Welcome to Streamophile, the show where John and Ben watch the latest on all streaming platforms and let you know whether to stream it or skip it. We stream everything, so you don't have to. As like I said, we back at it again. Uh, it's been a minute. You know what I mean? We have family coming in and out of town. So we had to put a pause on the podcast. Hopefully that doesn't happen again, but it's the holiday season. So we'll try to keep coming at you guys as much as possible. Uh, on this episode, we're talking about a movie on Netflix called In the Shadow of the Moon. I came across it uh, through a, like a movie recap thing on YouTube. I John told allegedly you told me about it months ago. I don't believe him, but he tells me to check the WhatsApp. John, how did you come across this movie? Like everyone else does, it came it came up on my uh, algorithm on Netflix. Now, I did tell you about it. I told you about it months ago. To be fair, though. When I tell you about a movie out, I, I usually will have watched it already. And that yep. was the case. I <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done this, but I'll uh I'll watch uh the uh the ninety second trailer that plays on Netflix, you know, if yep. you just let it right. And sometimes I got I stopped doing this. This was a COVID bad habit. I I think I, I did this I don't know how many nights, but my wife would get so mad at me because I would tell her, let's go watch something. And next thing you know, I've seen like 18 just previews because I go, nah, next. And then 90 seconds go by and I watch the next one. She's like, all right, we saw the previews. I'm like, all right, good night, baby. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) And so it came up with my algorithm. It kept popping up because of the type of movies and shows that I watched. And I did tell you about it on WhatsApp. When we get off the show, I'll definitely look it up and find the proof. But when I told you about it, I didn't, I hadn't seen it. I had seen the trailer so many times and read you felt like you saw it on Wikipedia that I was like, <laughs> yeah. look, I, I read the plot of Wikipedia and we already had the conversations about reading the plot of Wikipedia. If you read the plot right. of Wikipedia, it's like watching the movie because it tells you yep. everything. And I everything. was like, yeah, I got to watch this. And yep. uh, I told you about it then. It took you months to come around to watch it. You actually saw it mm-hmm. before I did. And then you're like, yo, yep. John, check out this movie in the shadow of the moon. It's crazy. It's about this guy, this cop, and he, there's a serial killer on the loose. And yeah, like, uh, like then years. she comes back 10 years later. She has an age, yeah. but he's aged. And it's like a time travel slash serial killer thriller. And yeah. I was like, oh, the I was like, okay, the movie I told you about, I guess it was good. Let me, let me check it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it's, it's, it's one of those, like we saw the trailer. I was like, and I showed the, the trailer for, to my wife. And I was like, Hey, what do you think about this movie? I was like, yeah, it looks good. And then it was like, as we're watching, it was like, okay, this movie's good. Okay, this movie's okay. All right, before we get into the whole breakdown, but like I, so movie there's just like YouTube channels that break down movies in like twenty minutes or less. They give you, they give you the entire movie. It's almost like the cliff notes of movies. So if there's ever like a book report you have to do or whatever for a movie or a movie report for a for uh for a class, just just find movie recaps or anything in that, and it'll completely break it down. It's like oh, I don't want this movie spoiled in twenty minutes. I want to watch this actual movie. Yeah, look, I'll give you credit. You probably did tell me about it because we do talk a lot about movies and things to watch on online and stuff like that. So I'll give you that that credit uh, post haste or whatever the fuck. But um, I just feel like doing. I know I said that wrong, and I'm just gonna roll with it. 
Okay. Let's just roll with it, John. Just roll with it. Don't yeah, don't yeah, don't yeah. argue. Don't debate it. Every word and phrase is made up and root used wrong all the time. <laughs> but uh, Let's yeah, taste. man. Look this. All right, so I think we should get to the before we go into the spoiler talk because it's very difficult to talk about this movie without doing spoilers because of how it how it breaks down and what it is, right? Because very quickly it tells you, very quickly it goes into spoiler alerts. Like it's not long into the movie that goes, oh, this is a spoiler. Oh, this is a spoiler. Oh, this is a spoiler. Oh, this is a clue. So before we get into that, let's do the ranking. Stream it, skip it, wild, wild west it. John, you first. Uh, let's go with stream it. Yeah, yes. it's a good watch. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you go online and look at the, just like everything, every other movie, if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes, there's some mixed uh, reviews. Yep. But the fan reviews are mostly positive, and then the critic reviews are the ones that are, you know, again, I'm not a big fan of movie critics. I think they're no. failed artists, actors, yes. and they just they think they decide they're the ones that make a movie or an actor or, or whatever, a career. So I never put a lot of weight on what, uh, obviously I've watched wild, wild west like four times. So I obviously don't put right. a lot of weight on what movie yes. critics have to very say. True. Very true. Uh, but definitely you, you, you should definitely put a lot of weight in my recommendation and stream this movie, regardless of my affinity for, for wild, wild west. Yeah. We, we're, we're, see, we're not failed artists or actors cause we've never tried. We're just, we've always been fans. So the perspective is different. Like one, right. like I said it in many podcasts, like we're never gonna bash a movie outright. We'll probably make fun of a movie that was ridiculous and silly, but it's never gonna be like, oh, I, it's just because like a, a for us it's gonna be a lack of understanding of what the director or the actor was going for in, in a certain scene that just didn't make sense, which we've right. seen in a bunch of different movies. This movie to me is also a stream. It it has again, man. Look, our boy Boyd Holbrook, he's in this. I feel like the man doesn't make a bad movie. He probably does. Just haven't seen it yet. Vengeance boss of a movie hilarious in that and in this one he's he's a tortured act he's a tortured detective and it's and it's so crazy because he's the only one living this reality so everybody else has moved on with their life and he sticks with it all right guys that before i get into it too much and we break it down a little bit a little bit more in depth we're going to spoiler talk in three spoiler talk two spoiler talk one how quickly did you figure out the twist of this movie? I like jumping right into the spoilers. Like, I don't like oh this this little Easter egg, this little thing. How quickly did you figure it out? Did you think it was well laid out, the plan of how they came up with the twist? Because the twist happens pretty quickly, right? Because like it jumps forward in time. But how quickly did you figure out? Oh, this is that person, and this is this is that person. You know what I mean? Probably when they make that first jump right when they move that move forward 10 years uh nine years and you see that this person comes back and they haven't aged one bit where you see the obvious signs of aging for you know boyd hubbard's character and 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 his partner and everyone else and by the way i didn't really get into the cast and i'm not going to name all the names but uh, obviously boyd hallbrook uh, Rhea, who's the other main character who keeps coming back, mm-hmm. uh, played by Cleo, uh, Cleopatra Coleman, and Michael C. Hall, which is um, he plays Holt. Oh, yeah. He's uh, yeah. he's so Boyd uh, Holbrook plays Lockhart, who's the torture yeah. detective. He's the the classic detective that like has a cold case that he just can't let go of, 
and Holt plays uh, his brother-in-law. Um, and uh, have his brother-in-law who happens to be an asshole. And, of course, everyone knows Michael C. Hall, if you don't. Dexter. Dexter, yep. uh, and, and, and among other things. But Dexter is his big one, most recent one. And uh, so, yeah, those are the three main main actors in, in, in the movie. But, yeah, I think I figured it out when she comes back the first time. And I, I didn't know quite how, but I knew, okay, well, he's not crazy. Other people are it's not, it's not something that he's crazy or, or imagine these things, uh, you know, sort of the, the sixth sense. No one else sees her. No one else right. sees what's going on. Uh, but I, I didn't know if it was like what, what it was, if it was time travel, which I thought, okay, this is, this is like a time travel kind of thing. It didn't have that feeling at first. It did obviously, not, no. obviously I read the Wikipedia plot, so I knew what it was, right. but watching it, I was like, I, it doesn't have a time travel feel. You know, it's just like it, it looks like a gritty sort of detective story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And which I think it, it's it a is. Really well, I think it's a really well told tra- time travel movie because a lot of the times you don't get that perspective, right? Like you get the perspective of the time traveler, right? You don't get the perspective of the people who live through that time. Right. So it's I, I like that. I think that was a really uh, smart and witty way to go about that. So I appreciated that. Um, I didn't, so I didn't know, I, I still appreciated that. I didn't know it was going to be like his, you know, again, spoiler alert, all this is spoiler. I didn't know it was going to be his granddaughter. Right. You know what I mean? Because like they allude to the boyfriend. They don't show the boyfriend till much, much later briefly. I was like, oh, but you don't think about it. Cause you go, okay, whatever. Then he goes, and then they have that conversation on the beach. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's such a, such a well laid out plot. And I, and I really, for any critic who doesn't like this movie, just hates themselves. Because I thought it was really well done because they, they give you enough Easter eggs and breadcrumbs to be like, okay, something's going on here. Like how they briefly show the physicist, right? And they, they show him briefly in the first jump. But he's so busy because he's a beat cop trying to figure it out. Right. And that whole thing. Like it just, it was really well laid out. And I and I just, I appreciate a story that you don't quickly figure out. Like you know they're they're connected somehow. Because the way she looks at him, you know what I mean, in, mm-hmm. in the first jump. But I appreciate that, like, you don't get the full breakdown. I'm like, oh, okay, that's clearly his granddaughter. You know what I mean? Like, you get that slowly. Like, oh, 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 shit. Okay. Right. I see what you're doing now. I see what you're doing, you sons of bitches. All right, let's see what you did here. Well done. Well done. Yeah, you see there's a connection, right? Because even uh, in the scene, and again, spoiler alert, that when she's quote-unquote killed. Yeah. And so this entire thing is essentially he's traveling forward in time while she's traveling backward in time because she's coming yep. back to prevent an event like that a, in the future, terror event. Terror, right? Yeah, to prevent terror. the, yeah, to remove the seeds, the beginnings of a movement that 40 years down the line, the, the movie starts mm-hmm. in 1988. And so she dies because she jumps in front of this train or, you know, during the fight scene or whatever. Yeah. But during these, these exchanges that she's not trying to hurt these, nope. she's hurt uh, him, uh, Lockhart or his partner. She's not trying to hurt them. Now, obviously she does kill some people. They're after her because she, yep. she killed two or three people in the, in the opening scene uh, in different locations. Uh, they were injected with uh, some kind of isotope. Mm-hmm. And 
you find out during the movie that the Isotope is the, and again, we're completely spoiling the, the shit out of it. So shit out you, of this movie, yeah. So what? We, we already told you to stream it. If you want to hear, if you're like me and you're just, you want to know what the movie's about and you want to read the Wikipedia plot and, and you, you want to go and watch it anyway, and, keep yeah, listening. And if you want to come back and tell us we're wrong and how we broke it down, we're cool with that too. We're Absolutely. not. You know what I mean? Like this is all entertainment and, and engagement. So we're with it. So go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. And so she is, she's not trying to hurt them. You see that. So the, you, you know, that there's some kind of connection. You don't know what it is, but you, you, you feel it in, in their exchanges. You feel it in, in their conversation. And you know, the physicist, again, you threw that out there. The physicist comes out, they kind of, yep. they, they look at him and they write him off as some kind of quack, uh, some kind of quack. Even though quack. they see him a second, yeah, feel, they see him a second time. I feel like time. post-haste and quack. Post-haste and quack. I corrected myself, though. I was, I was trying to use uh, the right uh, word. Uh, I did use the right word. Out. Okay? I, <laughs> I don't think so. post-haste incorrectly. Absolutely. 100%. Yes, uh, yeah, yes. I, know, I know what post-haste means. You absolutely did. Yeah. That's why I yeah. corrected you post-haste. But, yeah, exactly. Um, I know. I know. Hey, well, let's just let's keep it going. Go ahead. <laughs> but, uh, the physicist. The physicist. The physicist, right. They write him off. Then he comes back again and and eventually they realize that you know maybe there's something to what he's trying to say but yeah the entire movie is him like like we all are moving forward in time while she's moving backwards and the entire plot is that she's trying to come back to the origin of this this terrorist group that started in 1988 there was someone yeah. that that laid the foundation the seeds and they in the in 2020s they a bomb goes off and starts this entire civil war. And so they're trying to prevent that from happening. Uh, and then there's that entire question that, that you as a person might battle with, right? Like, is that even something you should do going back in time to the, would that really make a difference? I don't, they don't really yeah. address it in the movie. That's just something that like they usually yeah, do in time travel movies or address yes, it. Yes, yes, but in yes. my mind, I'm like, is that, you know, like how you're messing with time like that? Would that really affect it? Would that just branch off? And now I'm watching another show, the peripheral on Amazon prime. Same thing. Yep. It's a time travel thing. And you're like, you're messing with, with time. Like, aren't you just creating alternate, um, just yeah, you're, realities? You're, yeah. You're, you're when, and that's what they've done in like other rea uh, time travel movies, right? Like they go back and like, and make this like the butterfly effect is a perfect example right. of that time travel shit. Like you go back and like all these other branches can break off and mm -hmm. become different versions of a reality that could have happened that didn't happen, but could happen now. Exactly. That's why I appreciated this movie so much. It was like, it was the time, the, I guess the time was traveling and the time was happening, but for Boy, for, for Lockhart, Boyd's character, right? So he, he, if that interaction never happens at the first, in the first uh, scenes with his, you know, future granddaughter, he never gets obsessed over it because we, we skipped the whole thing. Like his his wife died that right. same day. Well, so he then has to raise his grand, his daughter. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Again, spoiler alert. Sorry, this is we're just breaking the fuck down of, of this movie. We just this is what we're doing. That's too many so if that never, Yeah, if that didn't happen, I think we're at two. I think we're good. I think three is like when you go, oh my god, that's too much. <laughs> but uh, what? So that's why he becomes obsessed with this whole thing, to the detriment of his career, his livelihood. Where you see him, what the third, the third iteration of when she comes back, he no longer, he no longer is a cop. Like he's a private investigator, that's solely obsessed on on what happened, what this, who this person is that is going to come back again. And Using that term loosely as a private investigator. 
<laughs> yeah, he's he's just like a, a creep, right? Like he's he's just a guy that does stuff that's clearly not legal in any way whatsoever by any mention of a law. But he he follows this stuff, and then he he comes across the terror organization that nobody was even tracking or had an mm-hmm. idea about, and that's very briefly kind of alluded to in the first in the first scenes, right with the books, like because that's how yeah. he got, that's how the terror stuff got out it's it's mm-hmm. such a I, I think it's a really well done movie man i don't think this gets credit for for how good it was it was really entertaining man i really enjoyed it and again we're going to continue to break it down but just how those little things happened and then how they like how the physicist hides for for like decades where they don't know where he is but he's working for this organization that's keeping him hidden where is he uh, all this stuff like all there's no character that's forgotten you know what I mean? Like everybody's explained through the years and it's the first movie that I can think of. And you could correct me if you've seen it that again, like, and I'll say it again, that like tells the time travel story through the people who lived in while the, while the time traveler was coming back and forth. I thought that was dope. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It, it tells it differently, right? Like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't really, it almost discards the, the possibility of, possibilities of anything like it tells a, a really s- straightforward time travel story like i said other movies tackle the well if you do this like the butterfly mm-hmm. effect it'll create this or that and so if i go and read it i'm sure critics and scientists or pseudoscientists will talk about well you know it, it, it it's not a realistic uh explanation of time travel because if you're doing all this there's all sorts of other effects that it could have on the yeah. timeline and so it doesn't tell it from that uh from that point of view from that lens but oh, the lens the lens I'm not, I'm not gonna drop it never drop it but yeah again you get to see the yeah you get to see the, those people living it that as time goes on and this character through every iteration she's coming back nine years every nine years you see how their lives are changing and he goes from being a beat cop to making detective to mm-hmm potentially whatever his brother-in-law becomes right the the captain no. and eventually uh, chief, chief. No. i think eventually yeah. chief when he retires to being the the conspiracy theorist that yes. they end up chasing and that he ends yeah. up you know they're the ones that in the future end up uh causing this this terror attack now he's not part of that group but he just ends up looking like one of them living in his car overgrown beard Hair all over yeah. the place. He looks like he's Balding. hasn't bathed yeah. in 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 a week, and yeah. so you see that transformation happen um, from this 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 guy who has everything going for him, and of course he loses his wife, and then he gets obsessed with with this case, with the time travel aspect of it, and it's like society kicks him to the curb. Yeah, because he's, he's a crazy person. Like yeah. It, yeah. If you if you hear one somebody you know, and also, and also after he loses his partner in the second jump, right. um, if you hear somebody go like, "Oh, I think she's from the future," oh, this this guy's crazy! Like <laughs> immediately, that's the first reaction. Just bomb. No, I'm not taking any of that. We're done here. And then you just see the deterioration of him as a person, as a I guess quote unquote functioning member of society, because yep. he is on this track to be. He's a detective. He's a B cop, then a detective. Could eventually make sergeant, captain. Go follow right in his uh, brother in law's footsteps. But 
becomes obsessed with this, loses track of his daughter, doesn't really, you know what I mean? Like, because that second iteration, she or the third iteration, she's living with with the police chief, and that's yeah. who she calls dad. So like, it it becomes it becomes very muddled, but it's like it's understandable because while she's been jumping back, he's solely been obsessed on this one case. That's all he's cared about. He doesn't care about anything else. He doesn't. This the night yeah. he met her. He lost his wife and never lost, never got better from that moment. They just, then the next time in nine years, she kills, his granddaughter kills his partner by accident because they struggled over a shotgun mm-hmm. and it was a whole thing. It was just, it's, it's also like a, a a commentary of like how somebody deals with trauma, right? And and depression because he, he clearly is not mentally stable. You know, he's a person who needs help, but just never sought it out for whatever reason. So, that's another breakdown of that too, which is possibly if that's not his granddaughter and he's not the one on the on the subway that day, right? Like it doesn't he never has that interaction with somebody else. His reality is totally different. He's then there for his wife. She might she might make it and it becomes a totally different conversation. Right. So and even if he's not, be, he's there for his daughter as she's growing up. Exactly, because he deals with it different. Because he's like, I just saw this person die in front of me, and then my wife dies, and now I gotta be a father. Like, if he's just there, like dealing with the trauma of losing his wife, maybe he's a better father and is more and is pr- and more of a present father. Because you can see in the second jump, he's no longer a present father. She's like nine years old. She sleeps at the police station. He doesn't really like feed her. Forgets that yeah. she's even there. So there, that's that's a that's a. a a communication or uh interaction of that time travel stuff because that's a different branch that's a different reality for him than what would have been yeah no i'm glad you brought up the uh the mental health aspect of it because i was thinking the same thing it's not just how someone deals with trauma but how society sort of deals with people because mm-hmm. they, his partner and diff- the people around them they they reach out but they don't really reach out for help and you know that no. that old saying of well you know, I, I'll, I'll help people that want to help themselves or I'm yeah. not going to help someone that doesn't want to help themselves, mm-hmm. but people that are dealing with with trauma. And obviously he's lucid. He knows he's not crazy, but I mean, he is out on a tangent following this yeah. thing, this lead yeah. that eventually he, you know, he proves it proves to be right. And it, but it costs but him there. Everything. everything and everything. there's no one there. There's no one there mm-hmm. to be like, they're like, oh, OK, I kind of help you. But he gets discarded, like, okay, whatever, just go follow your little theory and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just we'll move on with our lives. Just be that crazy person pushing a cart down, down the road. Right. Or just just don't just don't intervene or intersect with my reality and me trying to get my shit taken care of. Just go ahead and keep pushing your cart with plastic bags down the road and get out of my way and sleep in your car. Be that. Like, don't, you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty much it. And it, it's, it's also a commentary on that. Like, yeah, it's, it's so... It's such a well, like, and and it does that subtly, right? Like, it doesn't have to be over, like, so like heavy handed. We're like, oh look, he's mentally ill. Like, they just saw a scene where like he wakes up in his car, clearly has not taken, like you said, had not taken a bath or a shower in weeks at that point. That's the next time they show him, and he's balding, completely unkempt, has like all clothes that looks like they're dirty from Goodwill that he yeah. was like, ju- you know what I mean, like jumping in the just to get clothes on, sleeps in his car. Because it's the same car from the beginning scenes, but it's not kept up anymore. You see right. it clean in the beginning, like shining, and it's an older 1980s like Buick or some shit. 
and now it's it's as he's deteriorated, the car is deteriorated. It's just it's it's such a good movie, man. Yeah, it is. I thought so. Movie. I enjoyed it. And and you know what's crazy is that the person that that finally starts to come around is his partner because I don't know if it's the second iteration or the third when yep. he gets second, shot. He, he, yeah, the second is when he dies. So nine years later. Yeah. He to the day he he, he fought with her. Yeah, he fought with her. Yeah. And or you know, he he he's seen her and then he comes back and she's you would think she he'd realize that she's the same age. But yep. um you know, there's you don't see that story. He gets shot, so whatever support he would have had is gone. It's it's out the window, it's gone. Yeah, and also how did he how did he survive getting thrown out of an airplane? Are we gonna talk about have that conversation or are we just gonna act like landing in water at a thousand feet doesn't kill him? Are we just gonna we just gonna act land on your feet Boyd Holbrook. I don't it's, know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that's that water is not soft at a, at nine hundred feet. He's one hundred percent dead. Because then the plane crashes and she's dead, but it didn't matter because she's she's coming back in nine years to get the job done. Like right. it, it was so good because they they didn't just make it a time travel story. They they gave it because you don't find out about the cult right in the first iteration or even the second. You find out about it in the third, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh shit, like that's why she's coming back. So to that point, you're like, he has to catch this killer. Like you're thinking it's that. And it's this right. totally other thing because they briefly show the terror event at the beginning, and you don't mm-hmm. really know what happened. So it's it's so it's so good. It's such a good movie. Ah. and I've watched this movie weeks, probably two weeks ago now, and I still remember it vivid, vividly. Like where I'm like, oh no, yeah, this was a good movie. This was this was a really solid movie. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You got anything else, JB? <laughs> No, but I think we uh, spoiled the, the hell out of it. We stream we it when you get a down. chance. Yeah, man. If you're still listening and you're going to stream it, definitely, definitely give this movie a chance, man. It's a really good movie. Really well done. And it, it touches on a lot of different subjects that you don't think it's going to touch on. And it's also, it last thing, it also felt like eerily modern, like till today, because of like all the like things being mentioned and and different social medias and different perspectives and like different quote-unquote politics you know what i mean we're like it's like wait a second this movie was probably filmed in like 2017 if it came out in 2019 what are we doing like what do we think about pizzagate and then lately proud boys and all that stuff that that goes on that's not to say there's nothing on the on the other side of the aisle i'm just saying like those are the ones that come to mind where like there are just these very very far out ideologies and and people that have made up their mind so very much so like we lost this country this country isn't what it was which is what like, the story tell that's what the story being told yeah. is right that's this group they they think they lost yeah. their country and they're trying to regain it or gain it back yeah like this whole this whole manifesto and it's it's like huh i didn't like it's one of those things where like but it didn't what i appreciated about that is like it didn't feel thrown in because they gave her reason to coming back a purpose because right. it wasn't just to like because you think at that point you're like oh she's coming back to kill people that's all right, cool. Yeah. Then this this detective has to stop her, and he's the only one that sees it. But I was like, Nah, man, she's coming back for this reason. She's doing the she's doing good in that. I'm like, Oh shit, okay, nice twist. I salute, I salute the twist. I see you. All right, guys, we got nothing else. This has been Stream File for John. I'm Ben. We're out. Peace. Peace. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to Streamophile. Directed by John. Executive producer, Ben and John. Created by Ben and John. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.